everyone. Welcome. Thank you for joining us as, uh, from Women With Together as we discuss everything from A to Z as it relates to entrepreneurship. Your dose of divine winning starts here. I'm one half of this fruitful platform. Your hostess with the most is Lena Anderson, and I'm here with my amazing co-host, Vinice Capers. <laughs> so Women Went Together is a catalyst and supportive community for empowering women entrepreneurs and inspiring women entrepreneurs. Uh, we have lively, innovative workshops, seminars, and networking events that encourage, educate, and exemplify the power and benefits of collaboration. So our goal is always to guide women into a space of balance to be the best entrepreneurs they can. So we believe that if she wins, I win, we win. So today we're continuing on with the series that we've started um, and along with another few scheduled series um, that's going to be a little different but very necessary. Um, we have been unpacking so much um, as a result of COVID-19, as a result of police brutality. And while, again, this has been um, something that has been ongoing in our community, it's not new to us, it's new to other people. Um, so we're here um, to discuss that. And look at that, look. Our, our panelists are all here. Here we have um, serial entrepreneur um, Jeffrey. He's my brother from another mother. Um, whose last name I can spell better than I can say because he puts that Haitian twang on it. Um, <laughs> so he's joined us now. His audio is connecting. Um, and he's going to introduce himself. And we have with us Miss Lisa Davis. Now, this is, this is we used to get teased growing up that this was my, that we were sisters because we walk real fast, we race everywhere. So we have Lisa Davis. She is um, the epitome of a sister, and her, she calls us sisters, sisters. She is a motivator, and she's a community activist, and she supports everyone that she comes in contact with. So it is a pleasure to have you with us, Miss Lisa Davis. Miss Lisa Wallace Davis. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, so tell us, um, before we get started, um, Lisa, um, about some of the things that you do, and um, we'll, we'll get started there. Well, um, my passion is youth. So um, whenever I can and I'm able to sit down with someone, even if I reach just one, because my regular work schedule takes a lot of my time. So if I'm able to sit down with someone and talk to the youth, and if I'm able to reach one, then I feel like I've accomplished something. Now, everything that's going on and that we're seeing around us with, you know, young men being murdered, losing hope, I come across a lot of young men who um, are really surprised that they've made it to 18 which saddens me because how do you not expect mm -hmm. to make to 18? Mm -hmm. um, it's really devastating to me. So now that you've made it to 18, now what? Now what? Now, so what are you going to do? Because you've made it, you survived, you're strong. Now I try to um, encourage them to have something to live for now that you've made it. Because mm -hmm. I'm walking around literally, pants sagging in circles endlessly. You don't have a clue about what their next step is. 
So maybe, you know, there's like, um, with a, another coworker of mine who um, has pretty much a lot of information to give to the youth and she passes it through me and I'll give it to them. You know, like groups that they can go to, um, people that they can talk to, because uh, at this point, they are, it, it's, it's just overwhelming that. And even by me walking, I walk to the train station and I will bump into a group of young men just, you know, in clusters, not doing much of anything. And now that they're able to get out, because they've been cooped up in the, the pandemic for so long, they're just low. Let us let us say thank you on the behalf of our communities. Yes. Um, your courage and your willingness to approach, because that can be challenging. That can be challenging to approach young men today. So let's thank you for your courage for yes. on behalf of our community, because every young man that you touch, I believe, is, is our sons, a reflection of our children. So thank you. Yes. Uh, and yes, and we have uh, my brother from another mother, Jeffrey, here. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself and um, let us know, you know, what you do and um, a little bit about yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I am from Brooklyn, New York. Known Lena for so many years. We connected in high school, not high school, in college, and we've always stayed close ever since. Every time I'm in a moral dilemma, and about me as a just a person and as a black man and how I fit into the world, I usually lean on Lena for uh, inspiration um, and just to get me centered because it's tough. It's tough out here, but I think everything depends on your your support system. Um, like I said, I'm. Haitian American, 32 years old, raised up in East New York, Brooklyn. It, some people say it's rough, but it, it, it's New York. You learn how to get around and adapt to the environment. And I'm just trying my best to try to, before I leave this earth, just impact the next life behind me so that I can make it meaningful. So whether it's going to be my son, my nephews, my cousin, um, my next door neighbor, Everybody's included. Anybody who's in like an arm reach, I'll try to help out in any shape or form. Um, I think the biggest thing that we can do is just talk to the next person. Mm -hmm. A lot of people who have something going on, they just need to be listened to. They don't want to. Yeah. They don't want to have somebody That's giving them unsolicited advice, but you can give them an unsolicited ear. You just keep your ear open because mm -hmm. venting is one of the biggest ways to get over issues. Mm -hmm. um, I've been fortunate enough to have a very strong household. I'm the last of seven boys, and my mom made it work. So, and my father was there. It wasn't like he was like a deadbeat dad or anything. He just passed away early, unfortunately, due to health uh, circumstances. But my mom made it work. Seven boys, and I'm the baby, so she made all seven work. And she's been my inspiration. She's been my 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 role model. So most people look outside their family. For role models, they're looking to the street. I didn't have to look so far. That's mm -hmm. right. Come on, sir. So when it when it comes to it, it's just really just about giving that care, giving that support. There's right. many ways we can come up with uh, resolutions or solutions of solving the problem, but it's not going to be solved overnight. But what we can do is just start at home. We can start with mm -hmm. the people within the four people within these screens and lend that support. When you need that care, just know that 
we got you. We're here for you. Right. And when it starts with your family, mm-hmm. just listen. Right. That's pretty much the reason why we're here. And we got a little off on of our introduction and, and letting you know why we're here. Lena, would you like to share what it is that you do? Um, it's funny because given everything that, that that's happened, um, I've dialed back on, on some of the things that I do because I see the priority has shifted. And so what I do first <laughs> is um, maintain structure and stability mentally and spiritually for my household. So I think it's important for me to say that because that's that will remain all-encompassing of everything else that I do. Business-wise, structurally-wise, and, you know, financially, I am a brand um, strategist. I am a brand consultant. Um, But right now, it feels like that is, like, the last thing on my mind Um, because of everything going on. Like, I'm, I'm making sure my son knows what to do just walking down from his job. I'm making sure my husband is okay. I'm making sure my girls have understanding of what's going on. You know, so um, that's that's part of what I do. I do I set up platforms and tables for people to come together and have conversations of, of depth and of meaning and uh, removing the, the the filter that we call shame from the from the from the room so that we can open up and be free to engage this way. So. That's definitely a part of what I do. And my co-host, my beautiful co-host, my niece, yes. Share what you do, because you do it all. <laughs> you do it all. <laughs> my, muscles, my muscles do feel like I do it all, but what I've come to realize is that I have, and, and I realize it later in my life, I celebrate who we were learning it early in their 20s and in their 30s, that, that I was created to be a pillar for people to lean on. I do that by way of being first a mother. I'm a mother to four kings, so I celebrate your mother raising seven kings. I know what it is to raise kings, and one of my kings has multiple disabilities, and he's 29 and he's still here. I didn't learn until 30 uh, to three or four years ago that my voice was my instrument and my gift. So I use it as a coach to help empower people through their life and help not keep bumping into the same walls. So I'm plainly say I help people come out of the poisonous patterns that get us, that we see cycling in and through our life. Like, right, stop running against that wall because ultimately you're the one that's riding the bike. So that's what I do in short. But as Lena said, and it, and it has not curved because of what's happening. It's made me realize the urgency in, in doing the motivation behind it has shifted. Mm-hmm. But the urgency has heightened because our people, we need, like the brother said, we need an outlet, we need opportunity, and we need to stop looking for them to give it to us. We need to stop looking for they to validate us and appreciate us. Mm-hmm. So we, I thought it was a great idea, aside from the entrepreneur, we kind of took a backseat from celebrating the entrepreneur, not because entrepreneurship is not empowering in this time, particularly because it's probable that we're going to have to lean on our gifts and talents more so as they shut down the things we were dependent upon. But we realize that we need to hear each other. We need to start having those very necessary conversations within our community. No matter how large or small, because where there's two or three. 
that's why we're here now. We call it Empowered Voices because the fact that you decided to show up here, the fact that you decided to lend your voice, the fact that you know that you have something to say, you are an empowered voice. We only ask what you do because we know you automatically do something. We're not asking for what the name is on your door or on your desk. Right. It's what you do from it. Right. And you, our panelists, have shown us you do, and, and you do it without a charge card. Lena and I struggle with this all the time. We we, we don't connect well with the outside community <laughs> because we see the manipulation for the sake of charging somebody's charge card. Right. So we celebrate Lisa for being who you are in your community. Yes. And it starts right there on your front step. We, many of us are chasing a microphone and a stand and a spotlight, but we abandon our front step, like Lena said. She said, I'm making sure that these four walls are straight. Right. Mm-hmm. Giving them a foundation, so. Right. That's what we do. And that's why we're here. We're going to start with a, with a question. Yes. We catapult this conversation. And again, I'll have the timer on. <laughs> All right. So the first question is, because I know it's something that's been playing in my mind, playing in my in Vinice's mind, is now that our voices, our stories, and our truth are being called to the ears of those who want to help, and I put my quotation notes for the help part, um, I want to know what does help look like to you? Like, what does that look like? And we can start with uh, Lisa. What does help look like to you in this season of... Um, like Jeffrey said, um, a ear, someone to, to listen. Um, many of us, well, I, I keep saying young men because I look at young men as a strong, you know, statue to keep your, held, your head held high because so many times these young men are going out and facing the world with so much baggage on their shoulders and feel like you said leader to keep your four walls secure that when they come home that they are not able to be vulnerable at home they can't like relax and why i think that they get in these situations to where they have to always be rough tough and rugged in the streets because they're not able to come home and just say look i need to get this off my chest i need to Ultimately, back either their mom is not are not supportive, or that they may have at home is telling them, "Man up, get it together." Right, come on, yeah, come yeah. on. Let's talk about that. Right, right. this also to my husband that one of my jobs is to make sure that emotionally, mental, I keep him grounded. So that he's able, when he walks out the door, he's able to, I'm ready, you know, and if he doesn't have that security and stability when he walks out the door, I'm afraid that he may break. Mm-hmm. We just need you to, we just need you to that really loud, I'm a little silly, I'm going to be right. Mm-hmm. very we don't hear enough of us right. saying that about our kings. Yes. If we're in a romantic relationship and or just a brotherhood and a sisterhood. Yep. We need a safe place to land 
without being chopped down all the time. Yep. So I salute you, my sister. I'm not surprised, but I salute you for understanding that your 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 charge and your power is in empowering your husband. Mm-hmm. And I get my husband because I'm not to cut you off, but I come across young men and I, yes. I I have to tell them, like you said before, I, you know, me having the courage to go up. But sometimes, you know, sometimes you can see where uh, an opening is inviting you. So I jump at that opening because I see, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. there was a, a woman and arguing with her boyfriend in the street and you know, like he looked at me, you know, and I, and I, you know, encouraged him that he didn't have to, you don't mm-hmm. have to, did she have to be like that in the street? Encourage, encourage them to be stronger than with the flame oh, outside. Yeah. And I've, I've come across a lot.